What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Anu Pavartir, who's the co-founder of Ananya Health. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing pretty well, just spending the afternoon talking to awesome founders like yourself. And I'm, you know, I'm really looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Ananya Health, or you're a kind of are new to you, can you kind of share what it is and what you're working on? Sure. So we're a medical device company expanding access to care in developing countries and emerging markets. We create platform products that we think are going to expand access by uh, like a significant amount to populations who right now wouldn't have a particular therapy or treatment. So I'd love to hear about kind of like how, um, I guess, what's the experience, the user experience here? Does it kind of start with like the government, like bringing you in or like the groundswell being like, hey, we need this. And then you kind of move country by country. And then I guess once you enter a country, what does that look like? Well, just to love to learn how all that all that good stuff works. Those are really good questions. And we're really early stage. So we have the benefit of, of kind of addressing them in theory. Uh, we will be working with governments because it's a big part of our strategy. But we've t- tried to identify products. And our first product is a good example of this. We've tried to identify products that are a big focus for other players in global health, whether that's the World Health Organization or the Gates Foundation or the Clinton Health Access Initiative. So some of these other big sort of spheres of influence in the global health community, we're looking at what products uh, or what problems exist that there aren't really good solutions for that we think we can make a technology play for. So our first product is in treating precancerous lesions in the cervix. WHO has just set this goal, I think, two months ago that they want to eradicate cervical cancer by 2030. It's entirely preventable. The cases in the U.S. have dropped by 90% in the last 50 years. But we see this huge uprise or this uptick in cases in developing countries. It's like 90% of cases and deaths happen in low and middle income countries. So we know that there's there, there are solutions and they're just not reaching the people that they need to reach. And we've developed technology that we think could really change that. I, you just gave me a little idea of this, but I just kind of want the, the whole picture. Like, you know, this is a really important company that you're building. I'm curious, what's the origin story for it? Why did you decide to get started? And, you know, you know, and when you started, why then versus like, you know, earlier or later? Love to just hear the origin story. Yeah, I mean, there's always a little bit of serendipity, I think, in a good founder story. So I, uh, I started my career in medical device. I worked for a really big medical device company for several years. And then 
randomly got a phone call from a friend and ended up moving to West Africa to work in public health. And so I spent three and a half years on the ground doing mostly disease surveillance and health system strengthening work um, and got a firsthand look at how health systems are, you know, what disparity in health systems means and what it comes from. And I think we have this temptation to, to treat health in in what we call poor countries as sort of like their problem. Um, and we say like, oh, we'll just donate some money or donate some equipment and it'll be solved. But in most hospitals I've been to, and I've been in hospitals in you know, China and Malaysia, I've been in hospitals in Nigeria and South Africa, most hospitals that I go to that are not in the US, you see a bunch of equipment that's been donated that's just sitting there broken. They have like entire rooms of broken equipment. And so to me, it's a design problem, right? How do we design technologies that are really appropriate? Uh, after spending three and a half years in West Africa, I moved back to the US and the week that I got back, I met my co-founder who is uh, Dan Burnett, who's an MD and a medical device entrepreneur. And we sat down for a beer and you know, immediately connected over issues of access and technology and what we thought we could do. And Ananya Health was born. I'm curious, because uh, it's early stages, I'd love to hear kind of like, what are you spending your time on? on and for an average day, like, are you shipping code, trying to build partnerships, you know, fundraising? What's a day in the life of a co-founder of this company? Yeah, and I, I no two days are the same because we are so early and, you know, I feel like I wear all the hats. So, you know, like, let's see, the, in the, in the two days that we've had so far, we're in the middle of an accelerator program. So we're focusing a lot on refining our pitch and refining our story and building some of those uh, fundraising partnerships that we'll need to move forward. But I also interviewed an HVAC engineer for, for our you know, to, as a consultant to help with our product development. And we're working on getting a consulting agreement set up with him. Today, I was uh, working on a couple of design issues. We have some troubleshooting in our systems and working with a few of the engineers here in the office to make sure that we can resolve those issues and then spending time making slide decks and telling our story. And, you know, we were re rewriting our strategy and guiding principles last week. So a lot of stuff going on. I feel like I, you know, never really know what the week is going to bring until it comes. So that's what makes startups so fun. It, it, you never really know what you're going to get when you wake up. It just, you know, it happens. I'm curious for, for you, you know, if you zoom out at 10,000 feet and look out into the future, um, you know, what does this look like in five, 10 years, I guess, in like a, in, in a perfect world, you know, um, what's, what's the vision and what does it look like? What direction are you rowing in? Yeah, we, we really believe that we, there's a really strong market for what we're doing. And most people don't see the market value in healthcare and emerging markets just yet. Uh, most healthcare and, and med tech companies focus on the US and European market. They think, okay, you know, we'll make a lot of money here in the US. We'll make sure our reimbursement strategy is, is sound. And then whatever money we make, we can take that and then make an impact in the rest of the world. We sort of turn that value proposition on its head. We think that by expanding access to these therapies that we know that have already been proven that we know will work and designing them to be successful in our target markets, we think that that's what's going to make a big impact. And by doing that, we think that the entire ecosystem around that will open up. We think more people will want, will see the opportunity there. And what we essentially are building is an entire ecosystem of thriving med tech innovation that, that expands access to care more people are able to achieve better health outcomes everywhere. And to make that happen, you know, it takes a village, right? A any startup needs a lot of help. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help you? Are you looking for customers? Are you fundraising? Um, looking for, you know, partnerships? How, how can the community assist? 
So two big things. Number one, we are looking to build partnerships and people that uh, really were looking for clinics in that have a footprint in emerging markets that are willing to do pilot tests of our product. Uh, we're still in development phase, but we've already done a preclinical study and we, you know, we'll be ready to be testing uh, in humans sometime soon. And so any passionate uh, MDs that are working in emerging markets, anywhere in India, Africa, Southeast Asia, um, or any global health groups or other screening and treatment organizations that are focused on cervical cancer, we'd love to have you uh, drop me a note. And then also we're raising a $1.2 million seed round uh, right now. We're, we're smack in the middle of it and any interested, you know, any but uh, investors that are really interested in the value proposition, we think this is, I mean, cryotherapy is a $10 billion market worldwide for tumor ablation. And that's only growing. If you can grow that market, you know, we're only capturing a billion of the world's 7 billion people. So we know that there is a big need. We think we can expand that market greatly. So we're looking for investors that are aligned in that value proposition. And if someone's interested in any capacity of what you just said, you know, how can someone reach out? What's your website URL? Can they find you on Twitter or are you, you know, do you have an email? How can someone reach out? Yeah. So the, probably the best way is to head to our website. It's ananya.health. So A-N-A-N-Y-A dot health. Um, and from there you can find our contact information. You can find me. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Uh, you can find Ananya Health on Twitter and send us a note. We're pretty responsive. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Matt.